is going on everybody welcome into another edition of the daily energy newsbeat stand-up here on this gorgeous july 19th 2023 as always i'm your humble correspondent michael tanner coming to you from an undisclosed location here in dallas texas rocking a solo show today as Stu is out on assignment um doing some very big things so we appreciate his effort filling in for me the past two days i have had a uh, a great day sunday i was just i just needed it was a scheduled day off for me and then at the last minute yesterday i got the chance to go see the texas rangers play a little baseball so i appreciate Stu filling in for my absence but nonetheless i am back to bring you the news we've got a little bit of a shorter show but i think two stories they're going to be great to cover um first up bank earnings and inflation start earnings season with a bang. Um, we, we saw on Wall Street, you know, pretty big rollout of earnings. I'll cover a little bit about what's going on with the early results. Next up, we have global oil demand to reach record high in 2023. According to the IEA, they're out with their new oil market report. I'll then quickly cover what's going on on the oil and gas side. Since we've last talked, baby, we're at 75.72. Um, oil up 1.4 percentage points today. So all is well with the markets. Um, API comes out and actually has a little bit of a draw. Fed looks like it could not even cut rates. So I will cover all that in a bag of chips, guys. But first, again, all of the stories and analysis you're about to hear are courtesy of the world's greatest website, www.energynewsbeat.com, the best place for all of your oil and gas and energy news, dashboardenergynewsbeat.com, the best place for all of your data and energy news combo. We are hard at work at V2 trying to bring you guys a better thing, hit the description below. You can sign up for that um, to get early access to, to, to mainly a lot of the development features that we're working on. Um, and then second off, you can hit and find all the timestamps, see all the stories we are about to cover. They come again, courtesy that world's greatest website, energynewsbeat.com. Let's go ahead and, and, and look though at earnings season. So title of this one, bank earnings and inflation start earning season with a bang. Really, what you've seen starting on Monday and and today is is you're going to see a long over the next three to four weeks a huge swath of of 60 S and P companies um, that are about to report here. Um, we had 12 S and P companies roll out today. Specifically, uh, banks and financial services were a better part of that. Um, we saw a lot of CPI data come out increasing. And really, what you saw was on the back of some stronger earnings um, from these banks. Um, uh, what we saw, J.P. Morgan Face, Citigroup, State Street, Wells Fargo, all beat earnings estimates. That all of those guys posted better than expected net um, interest income as they earned more on lending versus what they paid to depositors. So that's critical in the age of America. To give you an idea, um, we'll also we'll get Goldman Sachs, Schwab, Bank of America, Bancorp, Discover, American Express, Comerica. They're coming later this week. But that early group I talked about, J.P. Morgan, Citigroup, State Street, Wells Fargo. Better than expected net interest income, which again, in light of the whole SVP deposit buckle, that's good to know. And again, big banks are going to do well with that. Everybody's flooding cash into these banks, specifically after, again, this article goes on to mention the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank. Again, outside of earnings season, part of what we're seeing in this stock market rally, which has rallied us all the way up to about 45 um, 54 um, is really you know better than expected CPI data. Again, I take that with a grain of salt because a lot of the times they don't include energy in this, which is a crime, which is, you know, I won't get riled up over that, but it's a crime what they do over there. To give you an idea, Atlanta sticky Fed inflation that they call it um, declined year over year 
from 6.1 to 5.8. So who we're doing so much better. Um, all that is sort of leading to what's seen this rapid rise in stocks. We're going to see oil and gas stocks really rolling out next um, in the next two weeks. You're starting to see them. If you go look at any uh, Barron's news feed, you'll just see that they're all announcing or press feed, excuse me, they're all announcing they've got them coming up here. Um, I think you're going to see weaker than expected coming out, considering we're, 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 we're talking about quarter four of last year. I think you're going to see weaker than expected. Um, but I do think you're going to still see strong numbers. And I do think specifically because we're going to see oil prices being a lot more bullish, I think you're going to start seeing uh, a lot of this reinvestment starting to look better. I think what you're going to see is a lot of reinvestment in Q4. You're going to see a lot of reinvestment from companies. They spent a lot of money when they uh, threw out that va- high oil price you know, cycle back there in 2022 in order to attempt to, again, capitalize um, on some of the stuff going forward. So again, with energy and specifically oil and gas earnings coming up, there's there's a lot to look for. You know, I, I think it's also important. To, I want to look at here this this IEA oil market report. So the title of this one: Global Oil Demand to Reach Record High in 2023. This is you know out of the IEA. You know, I'm, I'm going to read a lot here from the article because what this is is their what they call, as I mentioned, their latest oil market report uh, out of our favorite energy analysts over at the IEA. Um, 100% credible. We 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 subscribe to every word they do. Um, top line numbers, global oil demand will increase by 2.2 million barrels per day to reach a record high of 102.1 million barrels per day in 2023, courtesy of our favorite data analyst. Um, to dive into those numbers a little bit, China's going to go ahead and account for about 70% of global gains, really off the back of their petrochemical use. The quote out of the IEA says, China's widely anticipated reopening has so far failed to extend beyond travel and services with economic recovery losing steam after a bounce back year. Yet, they're accounting for 70% of the global gains. So we love a little marketing twist there. IR guy of the week right there. Uh, they do actually project some growth to slow to 1.1 million barrels per day. Um, in 2024, the quotes there saying the world oil demand is coming under pressure from challenging economic environment, not the least because of a dramatic tightening of monetary policy in many advanced and developing countries over the past 12 months. Interesting. No mention of renewables. It's all in the global financial. Interesting. Interesting little pivot there. They forecast global oil production to rise by 1.6 million barrels to 101.5 million barrels per day as output from non-OPEC production. Nations is um, expected to increase by 1.9 million barrels per day. Um, they also see global oil supply rising to 102.8. So they think fairly in balance with about 700,000 barrels overbalanced. That's interesting because we're seeing prices rise right now. So that's what I find hilarious is that you know prices off the back of this rise when they show, whoa, maybe we're oversupplied now. You know, when we see um, oil supply, quote unquote, outstripping oil demand. Um, but again, I think a lot of what's going to is we're looking at that refined product. And I think some of the, the environment that we're seeing is the downstream capabilities. Observe global inventories rose by 19.4 uh, million barrels to its highest level since September 2021. World oil demand. I'm trying to just read down here. A forecast for global oil demand is China, blah, blah, blah. We also saw this. This is a separate IEA report. Fossil fuel investments are set to rise by more than 6% to around $950 billion for 2023 based on analysis from the announced spending of plant large and medium-sized oil, gas, and coal companies. So there, you know, again, I think you're going to, I think this is a, I didn't, this is not specifically for quarter four, as I mentioned in segment one, but I do think you're going to, you know, there is a sentiment of there was a lot of CapEx spent, maybe more than people expected on the back of what was 
higher oil prices, sort of the fleshing out of that process. So all in all, the IEA seems to be sort of bullish, sort of not. I find it funny how they think we're oversupplied. Everybody thinks we're going to be undersupplied. So the IEA trying to come out and and hmm, I don't know, I think they're using the same crayon Stu uses. So we're going to have to check their math on this one. All in all, though, the, the as we move into oil prices, the street really reacted positively. We were up about 1.4 percentage points, um, mainly again off this report, but again, off report in China that retail sales and mainly the fact that um, the Chinese government, um, where's where's my little quote here um, out of China? Um, let me pull that up here, folks. Yeah, here we go. Um, China's top economic planner pledged it would roll out policies to, quote, restore and expand consumption throughout delay, probably means quantitative easing from the Chinese side. So guess what? Hey, that's good for oil demand because that means we're gonna. I mean, that means we're gonna need more oil. So sure, now we've got print, we've got money printing going on in China. Fun, but that's gonna boost oil prices. So we gotta love it. You know, eh, to to run you idea after those CPI numbers came out last week and on the back of of a, of, of a retail sales that are less than expected, um, there is a sentiment floating around now that we're gonna not need that another twenty five basis points rate hike, which was widely expected at that t- July twenty fifth. 26 meeting um, of the Fed governors. Jerome Powell may come out and not do that. It'll be interesting to what happens, but that's part of, again, what leading to that 1.4% rise um, in sentiment. Um, we also saw the API come out today specifically and say, we're going to be about a million barrel draw, 0.79, uh, 790,000 barrels on that um, draw side. So um, not terrible in terms of that. So again, I think all in all leading up to what is a bullish um, and, and what, again, is the bullish back for oil? It'll be interesting where things end up. That's really all I've got, guys. Thanks for Stu for being on assignment, working hard for all of us, even when he's not here. Um, he probably made, I didn't listen to his last two shows. So if he made fun of me, I was really nice to him right there. So if he made fun of me, screw him. He's dead to me. I'm just kidding. We will both be back tomorrow, guys. We appreciate it. For Stuart Turner and Michael Town, we'll be you then. 